The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, Jenny Allen and Dr. Les Parrott. I actually think that you're right. These things go together because I think as we live out our purpose, we have less time to think about ourselves and we actually love better and we, we need him and then we depend on him. And then I think that love, it is, it's, it's just like your grooves. It, mm -hmm. it comes through. Well, that's one of the things I like about your book. It's 40 days. This is manageable. Then it begins to get real. It's not this kind of vague thing out there. I got to still hunt down my purpose. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Betty and this is James. We have Jenny Allen with us today. Look at this book. And I think it's one of her friends that did the remarkable cover. Uh, she has the If Gatherings, which are just uh, really indescribably remarkable, uh, supernatural. I think she, of all people, would be the first one to tell you right off it's uh, something God did. Sheila Walsh, who is part of our ministry, also shares with her. But it's called Made for This. 40 days to living your purpose. It's kind of like a journey. You know, I don't know if it includes a 40-day fast. We'll <laughs> ask her about that. That would definitely make the journey more interesting, <laughs> challenging perhaps, but we're going to ask her to tell us about it because she really is a tremendous blessing and what a gift she is. And Dr. Les Parrott, who has been teaching a long time, couples and, and really bringing people together who wanted to even meet uh, with the Christian interaction. Uh, E-Harmony, he had a part in that and uh, praise the Lord for it. But love like that, this uh, seems to me in talking to Les yesterday that it was something going on in his own life while he's teaching everybody else that he wanted to learn to love like, like Jesus. And so these two who've never actually interacted like this, we're glad to have them. Would you welcome Jenny and Dr. Les to Life Today? Thanks very much. Glad to see you. Great to yeah. be here. Well, uh, do you want to know, uh, let's just ask you this question. Do you want to know a doctor, uh, Mr. Uh, psychologist, counselor. Uh, that sounds like what, a put down the way you said that. Where did this, I worked hard for that degree. Uh, where did this come from? You want to ask her about that? Yeah, I'd love that because it, I love talking about purpose. How can you get tired of talking about purpose? Mm -hmm. And this is a tool made for this to discover your purpose. I'd love to know. Tell us about the message and yeah. how you came to write it. Well, for me, I have been blessed to have some people process with me, like, what are, what are your gifts? What does it look like to look at the, the story of your life and where God's taken you and, and to see intention, that God is a God of intention. He has plans yeah. and he, he is good and kind to not set his plan for us, you know, far, far out there where we can't find it, where it's impossible to know. He actually, I believe, weaves it into um, what I talk about in the book are the threads of our lives, um, that those threads are visible to us. We can see them. Um, in fact, they probably don't feel special to you. They feel like something that you know, it's just, oh, I remember one of my friends, she laid all her threads out and she was like, I mean, this isn't, this isn't anything special. And I think that's so common for, for especially women. Maybe it's with yeah. men too. Yeah, I think um, it is. 
that, that they can't see that, that they've been uniquely gifted and set in their places. Acts 17 says that God sets us in our allotted time period and he draws our boundary lines. Mm -hmm. And it's so that perhaps people can feel their way to him. So I do think we, we were built for this and, and we were made for this. And, and yet um, it scares us sometimes. It feels intimidating. At the end of that 40 days, does the reader come away? Magical, feeling? just like a, yeah, she's magic. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> that's it, check. No, what, happen, what like, happens at the end of the know, 40 days? What, what I've seen yeah. happen in people is that they discover things about themselves, and maybe they were things that they already knew, but they didn't they didn't realize were um, important or noteworthy, or that, that God had put that, those things in their lives. Right. And sometimes it's recognizing, you know what? I know exactly what God's called me to do. I'm just yeah. not doing it because I've been afraid. Right. So sometimes it's seeing things and realizing that there's these barriers to living out what God's called us yeah. to do because we all have that. We have these, we have, we get stuck. You know, we yeah. get in this place where, where we don't know why we're not making movement or why we're not stepping out, but, but there are reasons. Right. And which, you know, counselor, there's, yeah. there's some deep stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> you ever think this book could actually help them find their purpose, James? <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, there's so much. <laughs> yeah, we just celebrated 56 years looking for our purpose. <laughs> 56 years married, and finally you show up. I mean, you know, we're going to learn to love like that and get our purpose. You could have saved some hard times. <laughs> sure, really. Okay, uh, Betty and I thinking about going out and get a cup of coffee. Go ahead, let us talk. Can I take over the show? Hey, yeah, just go for it. Go for it. Okay, yeah. Now, what do you, what do you think about this title? I love it. <laughs> What's she I gonna love say? It. I'm sitting right here. Well, how could you not? Because it makes you curious, right? And and I think you know what, what I'm. Okay, can I ask a question, really? Yeah. Sure. My, my We're question for another you. cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> my question for you is: You have been a counselor. You have worked with so many different people on likely at the core the subject of love. You yeah, know, typically right. a lot of our issues come from a lack of that, or right. a lot of our wins and strengths come from plenty of that. So right. so what did you learn or why did you feel like in your own life this was something worth exploring? Yeah, we talked a little bit about that yesterday. In fact, that's why I'm here, because the message didn't quite sink in for really you, <laughs> James. <laughs> yesterday, so. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Screw it. They have another cup of coffee. The crew just said, you got to come back and help him. So. <laughs> no, it really was a personal quest that I set off. It, it wasn't about, oh, I want to write a book on this. You know, I just really, in my life as a, a, a follower of Christ, how do I love like Jesus? It just seemed so impossible on so many fronts and I fail so frequently and I want to, but yet, oh, why did I do that as a dad? Why did I do that as a husband, you know, or as a friend? And so this book was, like I said yesterday, it, it's a practitioner's guide. It's not a theol theoretical or theological kind of um, look at this whole enterprise of loving at the highest levels. This is a how-to. So that's really what I was interested in myself yeah. after reading that little passage in Ephesians where, you know, the Apostle Paul, he just describes how Jesus loves in these extravagant ways. And then that little sentence, love yeah. like that, I had to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sometimes when I'm, I'm listening to a sermon, uh, a lot of times I just feel like I'm being, you know, corrected all the way through. But sometimes I listen and I know it's a strong point and I'm able to identify and say, boy, I'm glad I, I have lived there. I've experienced that. And, and what you're talking about here, and I've got to be honest, I'm just going to tell you, that I've found myself, and I, and I call it the, the other one like Jesus living in me, that it's actually him doing something that is far bigger 
that anything I could possibly do without him. So that this loving like him is actually him loving like he loves through me. And I find myself amazed, living amazed. I wrote a book called Living Amazed because when you live carried or led or directed by the Holy Spirit, so much of your life will be amazing and you'll live amazed. What I've found is that, that for instance, if somebody hurts me, and you know, when you take a stand like I take, and, and like even encouraging Christians to love one another when they have so much difference and diversity and so much friction and so much fighting, then, and I'm talking about loving, they can take some real cheap shots and direct shots. And I have only the ability to forgive. I, don't, I can't even resent them. I can't even, I can't even get angry with them. I don't want to strike back. Right. I love them. And I say, dear God. And then I, I look at people with a need or I see the little one overlooked and I'm overwhelmed by a desire to, to pick them up. I never see a person that's struggling that I don't want to lift that load. That to me, that that's him. To me, that's at least I'm glimpsing some of what I feel like you're talking about, am I? Is yeah, because correct? you found a groove in your life, right? You have found, you, you've lived long enough with the Holy Spirit, with seeking God, a relationship with God, to find that groove in your life. And it becomes, it's like exercising that proverbial muscle. It just becomes stronger. It becomes easier to do the more you do it. Mm -hmm. And that's the challenge, right? And for those of us that are still trying to exercise that muscle and we still fail, it's tempting to sometimes want to, we want to give up. Maybe I can't do this, you know? But you can. But you can as long as you're leaning into that power, the power of the Holy Spirit, obviously, to, to do that, the friend, right? Capital F. And and that's what, I love that, you know, when it comes to marriage, I often tell newlyweds, choose your ruts carefully because you're going to be in them for a long <laughs> time, right? <laughs> But you can carve grooves into your life and into your relationship where it, gets, it, it becomes easier and easier. And then the same thing happens in our, all of our relationships, ultimately our relationship with God. And that's how we learn to, to love like that, to love like Jesus loves the more we do it. And, and by the way, you mentioned something yesterday I, I wanted to just camp out on for a second. And that was you said to pause, press the pause button. And I just want you to know the study, the research behind that. In the time that takes for about one breath, about three seconds, that's all you need to make that intentional move to go, oh, let me back up. Let me see if I'm missing out on something. Let me see if I'm seeing something that nobody else has seen in this person's life. And that's when you begin to practice this kind of love we're talking about. <laughs> this uh, Betty would have to say it's the love of the Lord for her to be sitting here on television <laughs> because she said, you know, I'm a homemaker and I'm a mom and a wife and I'm not going to be on TV. <laughs> and yet she's been a, a beautiful, radiant light. Do you believe it's God's love building up in you? I know when we went to the mission field, you were terrified and cried, cried a lot. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was frightening to you. But God's love came through. Do you feel like that you're experiencing some of the love of God, that you're even able to sit here and talk to people on television? Absolutely. You know, I, I look at the title on this book, Made for This. I think I had to come to a point where I f had to realize what God created me for. And I'm unique to Him. And when I could find my purpose in His, in his work, in His life that He created for me, then I could love like that, mm. I think, and give myself selfless to be able to share that love that God put in my heart and to realize who I am in Christ. I think you have to start there, knowing your value 
in, in God and in his plan for your life. Uh, the professor's coming out of me. You get an A-plus for weaving in the two books. And, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Great. But I actually agree with that. In fact, one of the things I've seen is I think so often we want to get rid of our sin. You know, I think of Hebrews 12. And, and we're supposed to fix our eyes on Jesus, run our race, throw off the sin and the weights that are so heavily entangling us. And I think... I actually think that you're right. These things go together because I think as we live out our purpose, we have less time to think about ourselves and we actually love better and we sin less because not because we're willing ourselves to quit sinning or willing ourselves to love, but, but I believe when our eyes are fixed on Jesus, because we need him, because we're risking, because we're, we're living out the scary, but beautiful purposes he has for us, we need him. And then we depend on him. And then I think that love, it is, it's it's just like your grooves. It it comes through. Well, that's one of the things I like about your book. It's 40 days. This is manageable, right? Yeah. You can do, and and if you do something for 40 days and you begin to become more self-aware and Mm -hmm. kind of unpack what your purpose is, then it begins to get real. It's Mm -hmm. not this kind of vague thing out there. I got to still hunt down my purpose. You're Isn't there a number of days that you have to do something to, to, let's say to it's become, 40. Okay. I think it's 40 think, today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Three minutes to love, three seconds to love. We're, we're, I need days. to be cutting in on your conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 we're having coffee. You know, <clears throat> you're going to talk. We're going to talk to you in the next program, another program. Okay. We'll you'll not be on it. Okay. You're right. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Not to the West yeah. Coast. <laughs> <laughs> but we are we're going to talk about it, but give us an example of, of uh, one of the 40 days, let's say, lessons or goals. Just so our viewers understand if they get into this, because a lot of them are going to say, well, I'm going to go ahead and get it. Uh, I'm going to go online and I'm going to yeah. get it at one of the uh, online bookstores. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get it. And uh, that's uh, just a fact. But <laughs> give us an example of, of uh, you know, one of the days. Okay, so we start in the scriptures always, and then we go into um, typically, you know, I'm mean. I like to just pull out he'll all the you, stuff. Yeah, it's like I'm what? a counselor. I'm going to pull you, you hear the word mean? You pull me into the conversation? <laughs> but I, I, I feel like, you know, I, I'm like, let's do business. If you're going to give, you know, pay the money and let's go 40 days, I want it to matter and I hope it shifts things for you. And so I actually dig out what does it look like? Who are the people that God's put in your life? What are the gifts that God's given you? And the way a lot of times you see those gifts is you look at high points in your life. You look at at times that you felt the delight of God and and the pleasure of God. So, you know, it's a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of just considering, like, how did God make me uniquely? And by the time you're done, you really do get to see all of these threads in the way that God built you laid out. And do they learn uh, by going through the book how to like the uniqueness, the the unique diversity and not see it as some big mistake? Oops, you goof there. Do they get to see this as actually it's a part of the divine design that is actually beautifully and wonderfully woven and made? I'll tell you when they see that. And this is my favorite part. They see it when they see how it helps somebody else. When they see Mm -hmm. that their neighbor, that they're, you know, let's take a kindergarten teacher that that feels like, gosh, all I'm doing is teaching people to tie shoes and I don't know what I'm uniquely made for. But they realize, you know what? You're an excellent listener and you're a great, great question Mm -hmm. asker. And then they go into their classroom and they start realizing, you know what? I'm good at this. And they start asking questions and kids open up in a way and it turns more than tying shoes. and, And maybe they're tying shoes while they're asking that question. But... But I think that's the magic of it is when they see that it helps other people, I think we start to get over ourselves 
You know, who cares if we feel inadequate? It, we, we love people and we want to we want to serve them and we want to help them with whatever God's given us. Wow. Well, when people can lose their life there, that's because they're living like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. You guys have been a team. This is awesome. I've never done an interview like this with another author. The thing is, if we could ever really see people just through the eyes of Jesus and if he put another one like him in us, yeah. You know, we can be filled overflowing with that presence, yeah. with that power, with that person. Yeah. There's a good illustration, Sermon, there, an alliteration <laughs> right now. Preach. You know, if, if we do that and just realize we let that love flow like a river, we become a channel through which he flows his love. It's actually possible for that to happen. It could happen to the shyest person. I know you don't believe that, but was that the shyest guy that ever walked on the planet? You know, when you get called to preach, you tell the church, God called me to preach, and the deacons come by, and you say, you think God can use me? No. (laughs) You think I can preach? No. An absolute. It was was impossible, wasn't it? But see, what happens is when you give God any old clay and you yield it, you know, he can even break up some crusty clay like he can break up unproductive ground. He can take any clay, and the beautiful thing is if you just put it in the potter's hand, he can begin to shape us into a vessel of honor through which he flows his life and his love freely. And that, that's precise. By the way, that's what a lot of you do when you watch Life Today. Now, no kidding, I know you. I know you share what you hear, and many of you write to say, James, my life has changed. You have no idea how to help me at a certain point in my life. But do you realize how many people you help Do you realize that all around the world that there are mothers holding little children, they don't even know if they'll live another day, and then all of a sudden they hear somebody's offering food or clean water? And what that is, Les, that's people loving like Jesus. These people that help us notice the least of these and touch them with love like that and made for this, his purpose, And they suddenly say, we can do that, and we can do it together, and we rescue the perishing and care for the dying, like Fanny Crosby said. We're suddenly putting the arms of God's love around people. We do it together. That's precisely what Jenny's seeking to do with every conference, every gathering. That's exactly what you're seeking to do with everything you do. And it's what we together are doing as not a somebody, but as the body of Christ. And I'm going to ask you, well, I'll tell you what let's do before we give every one of you watching a chance to say, I'm going to put God's arms around somebody. I'm going to rescue someone from prison. I'm going to lift someone out of the pit. I'm going to set someone free. And that is not an exaggeration. Before we do that, would all of you in this audience just say, thanks to Les and thanks to Jenny for being a blessing. And we want to thank you for letting us be a part of your show. (laughs) Thank you. And to all of you, listen to me. I want you to look in through the eyes of Jesus and just answer. Would I like to make all the difference in someone's life? And then I'm going to be able to tell you where love made the difference in an impossible Situation Watch. Do you remember being 10 years old? Old enough to begin understanding the world around you, but still young enough to be truly innocent and beautifully carefree. 
what if that 10-year-old you collided head-on with something so vile and horrific that it turns the stomach of even your adult self? That's the reality that Chance Ray lives in. The evening hours bring more people to the streets, increasing their chances at making money. But it also puts Shan Srey and her younger siblings in grave danger. At 10 years old, Chance Ray had become the property of human traffickers. Forced to service clients and threatened with the darkest perversions the minds of her captors could conceive. After months of confinement, she managed to escape, but the nightmare wasn't over. This unrelenting storm of poverty, abuse, and vulnerability has resulted in Chance Ray being captured and exploited by human traffickers four more times in the last year. And Chance Ray is just one of many girls whose tender voices cry out from the shadows of unthinkable depravity, desperate to be heard, praying to be set free. Betty, what goes on in your mind and heart when you watch and see the reality of such an awful situation? I, I, can, hardly, I can hardly watch it myself because I think about that precious little 10-year-old girl. She's just a baby and these adults, supposed to be adults, take advantage of her. They drug her, and then they take advantage of her and make her do things that she's never even heard of or seen or experienced before. It's so horrible. But if we don't do something to help them, who will? That's my question to you. We've got to help these precious little children, help them out of this bondage and this cruelty that's being put on them. Please join with us and let's do that. Well, let me just say, Betty, because viewers like you said, yes, we'll help, we've been able to see that little girl totally set free and cared for right now and in total place of restoration because people who watch this program said we will help. And right now, we're asking you, in the last week of uh, this Mission Rescue Life for this, this phase right here, this is our last week to ask for your help we have a matching gift from people who were so moved by the need and the opportunity and the effectiveness of this love that doesn't fail that they put up a $320,000 matching gift, which will virtually match your gift. Now, now listen to the cost because it's very meager. It's $128 to rescue one and to get them into the situation with the mission and relief workers where they can take care of them. We reach them. We rescue them, we restore them, which means ultimately put them into training so that they can learn how to make a living. Through the years now, we have actually got girls and boys that are now leaders in their community.
That's how effective it's been. It's miraculous. It works. Love does not fail. We're asking you, if you would, make a $128 gift, which rescues one. It'll be double. You'll rescue two. Would you do that? And I always press, and I always will, and never apologize for it. If there's any way that you could rescue 10 by giving $1,280, do it. But now it will be 20 rather than 10 because it'll be double. Because others joined together, a group of our friends who just love this outreach said, we'll do this. And this is what the matching gift is that we've been able to bring together. So your gift will be doubled. Would you right now go and get your bank card or go and get your checkbook, write a check to life or... Take that bank card and use it like a check. Go online or dial that number that's there. Always right now for prayer. People are calling for prayer. But would you call and turn a prayer line into a lifeline for someone and make the gift God put on your heart and enables you to make? Could you give $1,280? Could you give more? Would you give the 128 knowing what you give will be doubled? We have some gifts we're going to send you that will be a blessing and an inspiration to you. We always want to say thank you. We always want to bless you because you're blessing others by expressing the love of God so freely. Thank you for doing it. Please get up and get the card, go online or make that call and the gift of love. Thank you for doing it. Behind the bright lights, there is a darkness where a world of innocence is lost and abuse runs rampant, scarring the souls of children with no one and nowhere to turn for help. With bodies broken and hopes crushed, these young victims are trapped in a never-ending nightmare. Today, you can shine the light of God's love in this dark world to reach, rescue, and restore these young ones to the life God designed for them to live. With a generous $320,000 matching gift, now your gift of $128 to help rescue a child can be double to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking. And a $32 mission rescue gift will be doubled to $64. And with your donation of any amount, we'll send you the Promises of Christ gift book filled with beautiful photographs, scriptures, stories, and commentary from James Robison. With your gift of $128 or more, you'll receive the Names of Jesus Throw. This beautifully woven blanket features the names of Jesus in many languages. It'll make a lovely addition to your home and serve as a beautiful reminder and spiritual comfort to the Lordship of our Savior. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children, and you may request our beautiful new bronze sculpture, Safe in the Shepherd's Arms. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online. Well, Betty and I say thank you. I know that uh, Les and Jenny say thank you because uh, we live with purpose, his purpose, and we want to love like that, and that's what our viewers are doing. The promises of Christ, the names of Jesus throw will be a blessing to you. The arms of the shepherd, boy, that's where we need to live. Would you join Betty and me in saying thanks to uh, Jenny and, and Les. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be talking to you. We hope, all right? And thank all of you for watching. Thanks for helping us touch others with the love of God.
and you wonder where God is and does he see what's going on? Sheila Walsh, tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.